Into Action Aotearoa podcast series. This series is brought to you by Eight Broke Students. Say hello, everyone. Kia ora, I'm Hayley. Hi, my name's Maddie. And I'm Lauren. Kia ora, I'm Joe. I'm Bridget. Kia ora, I'm Brianna. Hello, I'm Chris. Kia ora, I'm William. And kia ora koutou. Hello everyone, I'm Dr Elspeth Tilly. We're all from the Creativity in the Community class at Takunanga Kipiruhuroa or Massey University. We hope you enjoy our Climate Change Theatre Action podcasts. We will be delivering five podcast episodes, including four audio play performances. Us in the Past, Sammy and Gran, Bridging the Gap and Love Out of the Ruins. We chose these plays because they speak of resilience, cooperation, community, personal strength and accountability. These are the key ideals that we believe will guide us out of the current climate crisis and pave a way towards a brighter, more sustainable future. We are turning these ideals into action by raising awareness and funds for Parakori, an Aotearoa-based organisation which aims to educate and advocate from a Māori worldview for a world without waste. If you would like to donate, please head over to www.parakori.māori.nz forward slash donate. Without further ado, sit back, relax and enjoy the podcast. For this first episode, we thought we'd invite Parakore to join us on the podcast to discuss the work that they do and have a chat about climate change and the environment in general. I'm joined now by Hirerangi, who is the marketing manager for Parakore. Kia ora, Hirerangi. So my name's Hinirangi. Um, I'm from Te Aroa Tuhuenga Tipawa, so generally the Hauraki stretching through to the Bay of Plenty, through to uh, Waikato Moana. And so those areas, that's where I'm connected to. Um, and I'm the communications and marketing uh, manager at Parakore. Thank you for joining us. I just wanted to start out by asking um, what are your values as an organisation and why you prioritise zero waste? Yeah, so that's a great question. Um, and that's what's really special, I guess, about our organisation is that what draws people to work for Parakore and what drew me to work for Parakore were the values and that um, it's centralised on, yeah, restoring and reconnecting and um, regenerating our tire, our environment. And so how do we do, go about that? So we know that um, in our whakapapa as Māori, we, we're of Papatuanuku, we're of our planet and we're all the things around us. And so to have an organisation from the outset understand that relationship and then your work then is connected to your identity as descendants of our planet and of course you intrinsically want to look after yourself and those around you mm-hmm. so that's kind of the basis of and the whakapapa um, component of one of our values so understanding that as humans we're all connected to our environment and so naturally we would want to work towards um, caring for that um, so yeah that's one of the main um, values at Parakore is ensuring that we are restoring and caring for Rangi and Papa and prioritising Papa, and also carrying out those um, looking at how we can restore our own practices 
in terms of implementing kaitiakitanga. So how how can we ensure that our duty as um, descendants of, of, our, of our natural world, how, how we're respecting that relationship? And just um, going on from that, how do you um, implement those, those values? I've seen that like you guys mainly do work um, with Marais and making them zero waste. And how do you actually do that in practice? What are you guys doing there? So we've got, um, we're, a, we're a small organisation and as you can understand, we, but we are growing. Um, what we've kind of we've got dual roles or multiple roles I'd say and the first one is yeah like you talk about working with marae at the front line so that's the mm. responsibility of going in and providing that education to say oh look this is what we might look in our rubbish bin and what do we have here and how can mm. we reduce this going to landfill and how is this impacting so this goes to understand the cycle of waste and you know, this plastic milk bottle, um, you know, is going to, it comes from the planet in some mm. way or form, what resources that coming from. And so understanding the whole life cycle of that and where is that going back to? And we know that, yeah. that often that. So there's the education component of kind of raising awareness in the first instance at a community level. So working, um, we prioritize working with groups. Um, so understanding yeah. everything. So marae, so uh, marae, kura, but also knowing like Māori organisations or just community groups in general that may not necessarily be Māori, mm. um, but education that we provide will become centred on our worldview. So that's the starting point that we all connected to the environment. So naturally we need to understand that this product that is generated um, has an impact, whether it's direct, whether we directly um see it to us because I think often we decompartmentalize but we try yeah. and bring it to say actually this is like in turn the health of our planet is the is our health yeah, um, so they yeah. were viewing it that way and I think that's where within Te Ao Māori the simplicity and the complexity of it is that it's all related and yeah. that's the basis of a lot of our education on the front line and then on the higher and other spaces, what we also do is a lot of advocacy. So what I mean by that is, um, even at the moment, we've got the waste strategy that's just come out and we're just yeah. really trying to get people informed about the opportunity that it proposes for us as Māori to um, feed into that, but also understanding that we don't have the resources. And like, obviously, all our people would likely probably want to give feedback, but yeah, we know... Yeah same access to resources and we're not um yeah we don't have the capacity in ways that other groups may have to contribute to this so we're just trying to make the process easier um by providing you know educational uh workshops on how to do a submission or how yeah. we might write a template for you and you put in your example so just that's another um it yeah. might not be as such but how can we give online um advice to to also understand that um, at a structural level, we need to make change. Yeah. Um, yeah. But also so on of, a, um, like helping people like get to a different goal, like assisting them through that way. Yeah. Yeah, because there's kind of that too. We know that on the grassroots, like, you know, we can all reduce our waste in somehow, but different groups have different capacities to do that, whether it be, you know, they've got more time that, you know, our, our communities might be more time poor so they can't um you know buy things in a certain way or 
you know, grow yeah. their in the same capacity that other people might be able to. So we're really mm. sensitive to that. So we know that it's not just the indiv- it's not an individual thing. We can change our behaviour individually, but at a higher level, we really need to advocate at a systems and structural level to say, hey, this isn't right. Mm. We've got some and make um, it easier than for people on their own level by making it structurally easier. Yeah. yeah. So that's probably our two main focuses. Um, that you too. Yeah. Something that I, um, from what you said, kind of about like looking at that milk bottle and then seeing, um, you know, this is how it appears here, but it actually came from this natural resources and now it's going to end up here. I kind of wanted to talk to you a little bit more about that because, um, you know, I grew up with very Pākehā and very like colonised views on health and just kind of that view that like just capitalistic that, you know, the natural environment kind of exists for us to use for other things. And um, it's actually not how we should be looking at it, you know, that nature needs, you know, we need nature a lot more than it needs us. So just kind of maybe if you could delve into that a bit more and talk more about the Māori view of health and how, you know, the health of nature and our health and then the health of our whānau is all intertwined. Yeah. Yeah, so that's like our mission. So we talk, um, you might see on our website or in our... Um, we talk about oranga whānau, so the, the health or the well-being of whānau, oranga marae, which is mm. the well-being of, it could be literally our marae or it could be our community, our collective. Um, so mm. thinking about broadly then our structure, our communities, and then oranga taia. So those three things um, relating back to our values and our mission, that essentially talks about those interrelationships. So you can't have one without the other. Mm-hmm. Um, interconnected, and I think that Maori and Indigenous cultures inherently within our worldview understand this. Yeah. And I, in terms of even when we're submitting to things like the waste strategy, or you know, we've got the emissions bill, everything's siloed out and decompartmentalized. And do you mean as in like they separate it into like this is what we're going to do for transport, this is what we're going to do for agriculture? Is that what you're? Yeah, and so I think a Western way of thinking is very binary. So we know that this sits here in its box and tidy, yeah. and we separate, yeah. and um, everything's and it's kind of like this linear, quite regimental way of viewing things. Mm. And I think within our well, within our Maori, my it's more conceptual in that it's circular and knowing that the whakapapa, essentially, it's all about whakapapa. It's knowing that everything is related. Yeah, and yeah. So, and it's not a straight line. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We may want to oversimplify things like that, um, but knowing that if we're all connected and everything has a whakapapa, whether mm. it be a plastic bottle or us as descendants of the earth, we need to understand what that relationship is. Because yeah. if we don't, we're not addressing like the root cause of issues that may arise. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we won't understand where we're going also and how we yeah, can. Yeah. So just like bring it, it all together and looking at like the holistic picture and not just like this separate, this separate, this separate kind of thing. Yeah, and under, understanding our relationship to it and our actions. Yeah, yeah. Like, like that reciprocity. So if the earth literally wears so much, we're tainer, we're... we're um, younger siblings or younger generations of the earth yeah, if we yeah. understand it's exactly what you said it's like well they're like the world provides us with everything we need to survive and yeah. actually 
we need our tuakana more than, you know, we need that from the earth than it needs us. Yeah, you know, yeah, it, for sure, yeah. It'll be quite fine without us, you know, but yeah, we wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> um, so even understanding, like, that relationship and just, um, yeah, centering what is your centre point, like, is it profit, is it capitalism, is it about individual wealth, and that's mm. that we live in and that's the systems that are imposed on us and so we can easily absorb that and mm. if we're not aware of that system that's operating we'll just kind of go on complicitly yeah, so if we yeah. don't know but two things like capitalism yeah and how it disrupts our other way our our ways of relating with each other and mm. our ways of relating to the planet mm. um if we don't understand that relationship then we're just going to keep being complicit and doing kind of status quo do you think that people should be looking after the environment and do you have you know any recommendations for people who you know they they want to get involved they want to start um looking after the environment a bit better but they're not it just seems so big and they're not really sure what to do like what do you suggest yeah um i think first and foremost it's really important to to reflect on your own context. So, so what I mean by that is, um, who are you in the sense of like, are you, do you consider yourself, are you Māori, are you a woman, are you, uh, you know, just how do you identify and think about how that relates to the structures around us. So for example, I know, um, I know that being Māori, I'll have more, well, I'm fortunate to have access to understand a worldview that, inherently um, understands a more intimate relationship to to the earth that other groups might not have. So mm. other groups may want to understand that, oh, wow, um, if they're not Māori or not Indigenous, actually this offers so much to my understanding that I may not have in my background. Yeah. So how to support Māori and Indigenous groups yeah. in a way gonna if this is a way that's separate that might not be my background but is helpful to everyone yeah um, how can I connect with that how can I support so looking at my position and in that relationship and also at a practical level like yeah you might have a bit more resources you might have a bit more you know whether it be time your ability to support a community group whether it be your time to just I don't know be able to go to the refillery and stop just getting things quickly yeah Um, so these practical things, I would just start first, though, by assessing what you can offer and being really mindful of, of one, the system. So thinking about how what how you might be privileged by the system. Yeah, yeah. Whether it be that, you know, you've, you're on a stable income and you've been afforded opportunities that other groups may not have, have yeah. access to and how you can extend maybe your privilege to other groups that... Uh, are leaders in the space so if, if you've got look at your area if there's Māori doing things in your area how can you support them in a way that's helpful to them and yeah. not make us as an individual but oh what support what are they asking for and being a yeah. if they're, if they're leading in in that space because because kaitiakitanga is inherent in who we are as Māori supporting Māori groups to carry out would essentially be supporting everyone. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah, for sure. If you're able to do that, yeah, I would definitely encourage. Yeah, yeah, oh my gosh, that was very, yeah, that was so interesting to hear. I think as well, like, um, normally when you ask people that question, it's, 
it doesn't start with like identifying who you are. So I think that was really interesting and like definitely a good thing to do. Yeah, that was really great. Um, in terms of your second question about uh, a broader understanding about just waste in general, is that what yeah, you're saying? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that's a really interesting question um, from what I understand uh, from those who started, like definitely the conversations that people know now who our organisation is within within Te Ao Māori, whether it mm. being that we've visited their marae or whether it be um, through, I don't know, social media or whatever. There's more mm. awareness about who we are since that time and I guess there's more conversations being had because um, obviously there's issues on climate crisis that people have a general understanding that we can't keep doing what we're doing no no it's not sustainable yeah yeah it's not sustainable and we if we think about our generations even even like it's we we're not going to have the same leave the same opportunities for um our future generations yeah and I think it's something we've known and in into our Māori whereby we're always planning and thinking in generations um yeah. And so that won't be a new philosophy in Te Ao Māori, but I think that generally people are, um, as, a, as a country, we're becoming more aware that, yes, uh, we have a waste problem in this country yeah. and we need a political change to, to help address that. So there are, yeah, more conversations being had. About yeah. That. And I think even maybe more awareness now of, like, the future generations because I think, that's not really, again, what we were talking about with those like capitalistic colonised views is that it's all about the individual. So you don't think about, oh, I'm doing this and that will probably impact people in the future. You don't really think about that. But that's probably something that's going to build up a bit more. Yeah. And like even conversations in my kind of generation of um, how am I going to be a good ancestor? And yeah. it's like, yeah, that really prompts you like, to think like yeah maybe you are a like a mokopuna but at the same time you're an ancestor so you're a grandchild but you're also yeah. you're an ancestor so yeah what what do you want to leave behind you know yeah. like yeah keep going and thinking about just yourself within this box or do you want to think about your past and your future at the same time yeah yeah for sure Put you in the like new kind of level up mode and you're like okay like it's kind of decentering yourself that kind of philosophy makes you re refocus. Yeah, that. that is really true. Instead of just looking at, at like what's happening with our environment and the planet and being like, oh, like it's going to be so bad for us, like living in a few years. Well, what about the future generations? It's going to be so awful for them. And yeah, thinking about yourself as an ancestor, that is a really cool thing. Finally, can you just tell us what is the best way for our listeners of the podcast to actively support Paracore's work and what you guys yeah. do? Yeah, so our main priority is about restoring um, our Mātauranga Māori models of care for, for the planet. So what does that look like? We want to restore and care for Papatūnaku in a way, in alignment with our ancestral practices and with new, obviously, um, new approaches to waste minimization as well. So the best way that someone could help us would be to obviously connect with us um, in yeah. some way, uh, whether that be through our, um, our mailing list and get involved, but also help us support 
more broadly the communities we work with. So our mission is to serve and work, um, to restore, restore and regenerate um, Papatuanuku, um, but also work with our community groups to do so. So if you're not connected with your community groups, particularly if you don't know who your Māori community groups are, I would say in first instance, think about how you can support them because supporting them is supporting us because we collectively... Yeah, yeah. Um, that, that's our goal. Ideally, we wouldn't exist. We wouldn't need to um, advocate for the tile because it was just so, you know. Normalised. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone was just doing, it was just a way of life. Yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, you can literally connect with us in that way. Um, I'd say to support Māori and Indigenous-led strategies to climate um, solutions. So listen to your neighbours, find out who they are, what are they saying, mm. what are I've always done in their communities, whether it be, um, you know, putting rahui on our seafood because we know that, you know, you can't just keep take, take, take because that's no, not regenerative. And so find out who your local Māori communities are. Find out what they're doing because they've been doing this for, This is a part of our identity. You know, capitalism, yeah, it's a new thing to New yeah. Zealand um, in the last 200 or so years. Um, so find out who your community groups are, find out how you can support them in a way that's meaningful to them. Um, get involved at, in, a, in a very practical level at your own home. What can you do in your whanau and your house yeah, to reduce yeah. Um, But yeah, at a structural level, can you um, help support writing submissions for like to, to advocate for Indigenous-led solutions and Māori-led solutions? Yeah. Um, can you tell your neighbour or work with your friends to make them more aware. Um, yeah, yeah. Kind of learn the history of your area because I think there's a lot um, that we the country to support one another. Mm. And it's you just need to uh, reach out and do, yeah, do a bit of digging in that area as well. So just have like more conversations as well and just like learning from other people and their views. It's your own education too. Like, is there local history books that you may have never picked up? Um, yeah. Are there community events that, you know, it might be a bit awkward to begin with to get involved um, because you might not know them, but how, mm-hmm. how can you see it as part of your, um, part of, yeah, supporting your community, but also supporting um, environment and Māori-led um, solutions to, to what's happening mm-hmm. with our environment. So thank you so much um, for this interview. I've definitely learned a lot and it's been really inspiring. Thank you for joining us onto the Eight Broke Students podcast. Thank you to everyone who has tuned into our Climate Change Theatre Action Aotearoa podcast. We hope you have heard the positive message about climate change action that we have communicated through interviews and performances. Remember to listen to all our other episodes too. I would like to remind you that we are raising money for Parakori, an Aotearoa-based organisation which educates and advocates from a Māori worldview for a world without waste. If you're looking for a way to make a real difference to climate change action, please head over to www.parakori.maori.nz forward slash donate and support this great cause. Once again, we thank you for listening. We hope you've enjoyed Climate Change Theatre Action Aotearoa as brought to you by Eight Broke Students from the Massey University Creativity and the Community class of 2021.